Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. HD3 Philadelphia from the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios where relationships matter always live on the free Odyssey app the revolution will be broadcast this is the next generation of talk now this is the drive at 5 30 minutes of non-stop talk with Rich Zioli we are live at Radio Row at CPAC 2024. It's great to be with you for 30 minutes of nonstop talk, 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. I am so excited to be here and be live at BFE Epicenter of Conservative Thought and Activism. we got a big guest coming up at 6 o'clock. I can't mention who, but hi, Mary Walter. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. We'll see you later. Hello. How are you doing? Have Good. How are you? Nice to see you. The great Mary Walter. Yes. Buy me a drink later. Oh, sure. You're done. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say no. Uh, twist my arm. Uh, buy me a drink now. How about? Because I can't get to the bar because I'm on the air. Uh, EJ Antoni is the official economist of the Rich Zioli show. And also that other guy's show down there. But that's the Lester show, so we're not going to mention that show. Uh, I love Vince. I'm kidding. Stop it. And also the Heritage Foundation, of course. How you doing, buddy? I'm hanging in. How about hanging you? In? Yeah, we're hanging in. We're having fun. It's great yeah. to be here. You here all week? O- off and on, yep. Off yeah, and pop- on. Popping in and out for, for different events, meeting different people. So basically just, you know, my favorite people. Your favorite people. There's yeah. a lot of them here. Did you see Liz Truss, the uh, former Prime Minister of Britain, walk by? For three by? seconds. She was Prime Minister. I was Prime Minister longer than she was. <laughs> but the mob around her was amazing. Yeah, meanwhile, you got Nigel Farage walking around here with nobody. Like, why, it's just yeah, him. Why, where's Nigel? Get Nigel on here. I want to talk to Nigel. Where is he? Where'd he go? Yeah, I don't know. Can we find know. him? Matt DeSantis, you got to get Nigel Farage on. Come uh, on. I'll search for him. Come on. Well, come on, man. Do something. Uh, how's the economy doing these days? Not great. Stinks, huh? Not great, yeah. But, you know, again, the, the crazy thing is when you look at a lot of these numbers in aggregate, right, things look fine. But that's just because of how we calculate them. I mean, we're, we're basically at the point where as long as we continue to spend, borrow, and print enough money, we'll avoid a technical recession yeah. for years. But that doesn't mean people's 
livelihoods have gotten better. And, and again, you know, we've talked about this before, Rich, but that's a key reason why people are so down on the economy, why the polling numbers stink whenever people are asked about the economy. It's because for, for the average American, things are not that great. You know, and this is the key point about this, and that is that everybody has to go grocery shopping. And then they go grocery shopping, and they feel it, and they see it. So all the spin and all the BS coming out of the White House is a a bunch of crap because we have to actually buy food. And if we didn't have to eat, that'd be great. Now, I know they want us to eat bugs, and maybe bugs will be cheaper. But in the meantime, everything I'm buying is expensive. I do the shopping in my family and the cooking, as you know, EJ, because we're Italian and we're the best cooks. Men are the best cooks true fact it is it is you yeah. know it's it's actually really interesting there was a study done that looked at you know all the like basically the best chefs in the world they're all men yeah all of them they're yeah. all men that's why i don't want a woman barefoot and pregnant in my kitchen i don't want her in my kitchen she'll get in the way of what i'm doing all right because i'm cooking <laughs> fabulous meals what i'm talking about here right um when we think about inflation somebody said to me on twitter the other day they said you are putting too much emphasis on the spending and not enough on the fed well first of all i blame the fed enormously Mm -hmm. i do one of the uh, worst disasters of the wilson administration the worst president of all time amen no doubt about it because his legacy of disaster lives on today Mm -hmm. and the unbroken line of progressivism from wilson to this idiot in the white house shows you that the democrat party's always been a party of progressive lunatics with one exception and that's john kennedy and that's it um, but, yes, the Fed's at fault. But, yes, the spending. When Biden got in there, $4 trillion of new spending, right? Wasn't it something like that? Mm-hmm. Right, right. So one of the crazy things about the Biden administration is the fact that literally all he had to do was nothing. All he had to do was just allow the COVID emergency spending to expire yeah. and then just go right back to how we were spending before. In other words, all of the programs that we already had in place continue funding them. All of the things that were set to increase at specific rates allow that to continue rising at those rates. And the government's budget today would actually be balanced. We wouldn't even have a deficit because tax revenues have exploded so much. Now, is a lot of that inflation? Absolutely. But the fact remains that if you literally just hadn't replaced COVID spending with more of these ridiculous boondoggles, a lot of it green energy nonsense, again, we'd have a balanced budget today. There would be no deficit. What What's the deficit today? This fiscal year, it's on track for $3 trillion. $3 trillion. In a single fiscal year. I mean, it's insane. We just yesterday... And that's a... Excuse me, the deficit is not the same as the debt. Right. Totally different things, right? Exactly. So think of it, think of the deficit as how much you have to put on your credit card each month because you can't afford to pay all your bills. Mm -hmm. The debt is all of the money that you owe. So your mortgage, your credit cards, you know, your your student loans, auto loans, everything in between. Just yesterday, we crossed $34.3 trillion on the national debt. We are spending over a trillion dollars a year just to finance the debt. That's not paying it down. That's just paying the interest. So again, back to the credit card analogy, this is just the financing charges that you're paying every month on that card. You're not paying a penny towards principal. And one of the scary things is that not only are we averaging about $2 trillion a year in new uh, debt, right, because that's our deficit, but on top of that, there's about $8 trillion this year that's rolling over. In other words, it's old debt that we can't afford to pay off, so we're just going to issue new debt to pay for it. So it's all so it's all being issued at higher interest rates. That's the killer. We're taking stuff that was at 2% and reissuing it at 4 or 5%. Mm-hmm. The 2-year the Treasury is up 50 basis points in the last month. I mean, this is insane. 
when you think about a deficit, it's also something that actively works against you. Like my two producers, Matt DeSantis and Henry. That's the deficit this show has. <laughs> That's the difference right there. Uh, the other point, too, that I think people forget is energy. I know that we talk about gas prices, but let's leave gas prices out of it for a second. Idiotic things by this administration, like ending liquid natural gas exports, oh. is so stupid. And not only does it empower Putin and all these other bad exactly. guys around the world, right. but it hurts American energy independence. And yep. there's going to be a price that we're all paying for that down the road. Yeah, 100%. It's exactly right. And I, it's so laughable how this administration talks about, oh, defeating Putin. You know, we got to go after rootin' tootin' Putin, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's, right. just, it's so <laughs> ridiculous. They, they, they talk all this. They talk a big game. And then all of their actions do exactly the opposite. All of these ridiculous sanctions that we've been putting on Russia, they, ha they haven't been sanctions on Russia. They've been sanctions on us and our allies. I mean, what's the Eurozone doing right now? It's in recession. The German economy's in the toilet. Manufacturing has collapsed in Europe. Our manufacturing sector has been in recession for months. What's it doing in Russia? They're having the biggest manufacturing resurgence in literally decades. Why? Because they have done all of the things, basically, that President Trump was talking about, how we need to reshore manufacturing. We need to get all of these processes that are being done overseas, and we need to start doing them here at home. When Russia couldn't buy stuff from abroad, they literally just said to the world, fine, screw you guys, we'll make it all ourselves. And that's what they've been doing. And their economy is growing faster than anyone else's in the G7 right now. So all of the things that this administration keeps talking about in regards to Russia and how they want to penalize Russia and penalize Putin, it's doing exactly the opposite. It's helping them by boosting energy prices worldwide, which is where Russia makes all their money, right? We have literally gifted them hundreds of billions of dollars in just the last year because of higher energy prices. And at the same time, we're inflicting harm upon ourselves. And you know, your colleague, Dr. Victoria Coates, put it best when she said, Russia is a gas station. That's all it is to the world. It is a, it's a gas station. And all we've done is send more customers to that gas station. I mean, it's insane. We've got these countries in Europe who are uh, obviously not paying their fair share of NATO, which is a problem, but also they're buying more of his liquid natural gas. You know, if France is so worried that Putin's going to conquer France, and they, they lived through this during World War II, I mean, literally, the Nazis, you know, marching down the Champs-Élysées, wouldn't they stop buying his liquid natural gas if they were that terrified of him? The truth is they're not, and also because they need it. Right. Right. You know, and the other thing is, like, we need to actually get to a point where we can have serious conversations about issues like NATO. And we need to actually ask, should NATO even exist anymore? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it should or it shouldn't, but we need to be able to ask that question. Why? Because the whole calculus behind it is gone. Right. The purpose of NATO was to keep the Soviets out of Europe, the United States in, and Germany down. Germany has nuclear neighbors, right? Which is why France and Britain don't worry about getting invaded by the Germans anymore, because they can nuke them. Right. And, right. Then, and then the Soviets are gone. And we have been pretty darn involved in Europe, and it hasn't done us or the Europeans much good for several decades now, quite frankly. So none of the reasons for NATO existing actually exist anymore. So why should we have NATO? Maybe we need to replace it with something better, and probably the Russians need to be involved in whatever that is. Because, you know, when you say that, everybody says, because you are a pro-Putin advocate, you're just a Putin puppet if you suggest that. Right. Meanwhile, all of the policies that I have been promoting 
are all damaging to Putin. <laughs> and somehow I'm... Rootin' tootin' Putin, exactly, as you call them, right? Exactly. And, and somehow I'm the Putin stooge. Okay, make uh, it make sense. <laughs> you can't. That's the problem. Dr. E.J. Antoni's with me. Uh, but on the point of, of all this money we're sending over there, I heard the most idiotic thing the other day. I hear a lot of idiotic things, but... To justify the, what, $60 billion in money they want to send to Ukraine, mm -hmm. somebody said, but it helps our GDP because it's our defense industry that's going to be the ones who are the recipients of the money that's going over to send the weapons to Ukraine. I thought to myself, how does that help our GDP if it's our money that's being used to buy this stuff? Well, first of all, can, can we come up with any more explicit argument for supporting the military-industrial complex than that? Right. But, you know, in, in terms of our GDP... Gee, if, only, if only there was a president who was a general who had warned us about that at some point, Oh, huh? gee, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. ah. uh, anyway. What did Ike so, know about the military? Yeah, Not exactly. much. You nothing, know? nothing. Yeah. Uh, so, but in terms of GDP, again, this goes back to how we open this conversation, where we have these, these big numbers in aggregate that look good, things like GDP, simply because the government is just throwing money at things. And so that boosts the GDP number simply because of, of the way we calculate it. You know, a lot of times these statistics are not necessarily meant to be uh, accurate so much as they are consistent in the things that they're measuring. And so the, the problem is then when you have these big drawdowns in government spending, which we've seen numerous times, right, what happens? Well, GDP actually shrinks. So even though people's livelihoods can get better because government's getting smaller, you actually get these smaller numbers in aggregate and things can look worse and vice versa, which is what we're seeing right now, right? Things look better because the government's wasting money. That, that doesn't mean people's lives are actually better. We saw this in spades during the Great Depression mm -hmm. where the government spent more money than it ever had before. And what happened? It caused the Depression to continue for 15 years. I mean, let's be honest, it lasted through World War II because people's living standards didn't actually get better. We had rationing. We had price controls, right? People who lived through World War, World War II will tell you things didn't really improve until all the soldiers came home. So, yeah, I, I mean, essentially... But one of the great myths that's told is that by hamping up the war effort, we were able to end the Great Depression. That's not actually true. Right, exactly. The, the only silver lining that we had was before we actually got into the war, because at that time we had countries like Britain who were paying us to produce arms for them. And so... And so essentially that boosted our export market and it did bring a lot of Americans you know, back into the labor force and it did create a lot of jobs. But at the end of the day, wars only destroy. There's nothing truly productive about armed conflict. And look, if, if we really did want to, to boost manufacturing here at home and boost arms production, then why don't we do it for our own military, which yeah. we have so ridiculously depleted by sending it all to the Ukraine? I mean, it's insane. And, and a lot of the money that we're sending there, Rich, isn't even going to, to things like munitions like the politicians are claiming. Did you know we're actually funding pension plans for you, for Ukrainian mm -hmm. government employees? Yes. I mean, this is insane. Yeah, we're paying we, their farmers, but right. we're de declaring war on our farmers. Right. We, we can't even afford to fund our own government pensions here at home. So let's send a bunch of money to the government pensions in the most corrupt, corrupt. country well, in well, Europe. Well, second most corrupt. I think Russia is the most corrupt, or do they flip? Is it like depending on the day of the week? I, you know what? Russia, I, Ukraine, Russia, Ukraine. At, at this point, Putin is so blatant with, with what he says and does, he doesn't even try to hide anything nah. anymore. 
anymore. I mean, care. is it right? No, but I don't know if it's technically corruption anymore <laughs> if you don't lie about it. No, it's not corruption if you embrace it like yeah. the Jersey Democrats do. Exactly. I mean, then it's just you know, it's just normal operating procedure. It's just you know, gold bars and yeah. you know, and used Mercedes. It's just SOP, <laughs> uh, standard operating procedure. Now, uh, but but on the point though of foreign aid, I mean, and I think American the American people have had it. When you think about all this money going overseas as the border is wide open and you think about all the problems that we have in America mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. here at home, I think people look at that and they say enough is enough. We've talked a lot about smashing globalism at the CPAC conference this year. That's been a theme. I talked to Matt Schlapp about this earlier. And when we think about the concept of globalism, whether it's the, you know, the, the, the evil WEF, and I swear that guy's a Bond villain, that guy Klaus Schwab. I'm telling you, he's a, he's a Bond villain. You ever hear him talk? Oh, my gosh, I mean, yeah. It's like, oh, and Mr. Bond. I mean, I'm just waiting the, for the him. The way to... he talks, even just the way he looks. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I hate to judge a book by its cover, but you, know, you, you combine the way he looks. I mean, he's like a cartoon character. Yeah. He genuinely is. You know that guy has a thing of sharks with laser beams under his like floor. He oh, yeah. does, no yeah. doubt about it. Yep, his home, surra- his home is surrounded by lava. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, all these international conglomerates that want more of our money, that we're sending Mm -hmm. aid, all this money that goes overseas. And, I mean, people have said enough is enough. But that globalism that they want to achieve has a real direct effect on American jobs. And I think this is, again, one of the reasons why they want to try to stop Trump. Because he wants to end that nonsense. And there's a lot of people that profit off of it, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, this sounds sacrilegious, so bear with me for a second. There. A lot of people have compared Trump to, to different people within the Bible. You know, one one analogy was Cyrus, right? Who was, you know, he was a pagan, but he was God's chosen instrument to deliver the Israelites back to the promised land, right? He was the Persian king who, after he conquered that area of the world, decided that the Israelites should go back home after their exile. So, you know, the, the Bible speaks highly of him. Uh, in, in the sense that, you know, he did deliver the Israelites back. He didn't do it for necessarily religious reasons, right? But but he did nevertheless—he nevertheless was their deliverer in that sense. You know, in, in, a, in a different sense, though, a better parallel might actually be Jesus, not for any kind of moral reason, but because the real reason Jesus was crucified was not that he claimed to be the Messiah. There were tons of, of idiots walking around claiming to be the Messiah in that day and age. That that was nothing new. They weren't all put to death for blaspheming. Jesus was. And the reason was, was because he challenged the ruling class's way of life. And he told people that they were wrong. And that was why he had to go. And in the same way, Trump has been marked for political extinction as well, because he challenges all these people's way of life. He, you know, long before he got, uh, you know, banned from Twitter, he had posted a meme of himself, and it was, you know, him kind of sitting down and, and pointing his finger, uh, almost in the uh, the pose of that that famous recruiting poster, "I want you," right? Yeah, yeah. With Uncle Sam, and and the caption on it though was, "They're not after me; they're after you. I'm just in the way." And I think there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, EJ and Tony, we got we got Bible lessons, we got economic lessons. <laughs> so, <laughs> before I let you go, I, I need your opinion on this. You know the White House dog commander bit twenty six Secret Service agents. Mm-hmm. We know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, rough time. As we know, there was cocaine at the White House. We don't know mm-hmm. whose it was. We also know that uh, this dog only bit cops. So, I'm making a movie this summer. And I want to get your opinion on the title. I currently have a Twitter poll about this. Which title do you like better? Cocaine White House Dog, right? Mm. Or 
defund the police, dot, 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 dog, with a big exclamation mark, because he's a defund the police dog, because he keeps biting cops. Which title do you like better? I, oh, that's a tough one, but I, I think I got to go with the first one. Cocaine White House dog. Yeah. Now, Matt yeah. DeSantis, you disagreed. You like defund the police, dot, 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 dog, exclamation mark. I like that one more, but evidently I am in the minority. What is the current poll results? It, we have... Uh, it's 85% in favor of cocaine White House dog, mm. and then 15.5% uh, for uh, the alternative, defund the and police. And see, this is, dot, why, dot, this is why he's part of the deficit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that he's you pointed out down. earlier. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Always a pleasure my friend, Dr. E.J. Antoni. We'll see you again, pal. Anytime. Stop by. Say hello. All right? Thank you for Especially having me. Especially if you me. bring bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. As we continue along here on Radio Row at CPAC, it's great to be with you. The big story of the day today brought to you by our buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, venariadental.com. Go see him today for your perfect smile. We have a number of other things to get to. We also have Congressman Scott Perry stopping by, a big guest at 6 o'clock. You're going to be very, very excited about, I believe. And um, in addition to that, we also have some audio for you. So I want to play you a clip, and I've been wanting to play this clip all day, but I just haven't had a chance because we've had so many people stopping by and interrupting, like E.J. and Tony, for example. But let's talk about... Free speech for a second here. Uh, now, actually, EJ, before I let you go, let me get your opinion on this. I'm not going to ask you if you believe that Justin Trudeau is the bastard love child of Fidel Castro. I'm not going to ask you that. But don't you I'm think so he looks a I lot don't like? Don't either. you think he looks a lot like Fidel Castro? Like if he were to go do a Fidel Castro party and do an impression of him, mm -hmm. I think he would he would win. Is my point. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's his biological bastard son. I'm just simply saying he looks a lot like Fidel Castro. He, he, he does. So much so that uh, I'd find it hard to believe it were not the case. Oh, now, Matt DeSantis has to step in here now. Go ahead. I have to note that it is the official stance of the Rich Zioli show that Justin Trudeau is the son of Pierre Trudeau. Allegedly. But the thing about it, though, is that uh, little Justin also acts like Fidel Castro. He's a freaking dictator, and he wants to censor speech. Here is Trudeau going on about the deliberate undermining of mainstream media by conspiracy theorists. We've all been called conspiracy theorists before. We've all been proven right for all of our theories. But nevertheless, here is little Fidel. Cut number. That's his nickname. It doesn't mean he's his bastard love child, which is his nickname. Little. It's not Pierre. little. It's Lil Fidel, like L-I-L -L with an apostrophe. Yeah, Lil it's a Fidel. compliment. He's Lil it's Pierre. a compliment. Yeah. Little Pierre. Oh please, Pierre. I look more like Pierre Trudeau than Justin <laughs> Trudeau does. His mom like bringing pineapples and pink flamingos to Cuba. If you catch my drift, you know what I mean. She like playing naked twister. It's all I'm saying. Uh, cut number nine, Henry. There is out there a deliberate undermining of mainstream media. There are the conspiracy theorists, there are the social media drivers who uh, are trying to do everything they can to keep people in their little filter bubbles, to prevent people from actually agreeing on a common set of facts the way, you know, the CBC and CTV, when they were our only sources of news, you know, used to, used to, and global, used to project across the country at least a common understanding of things. State-run media had common understanding of things. You know, the narrative was controlled by the government. Very helpful, right? Right, right. I, am I the only one who finds it strange that a native French speaker speaks English with a Cuban accent? <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it me, or every time I hear him speak, I crave a, a Cubano sandwich? Is it me? And then, well, they press it with the, with the ham and the, and the oh, cheese, yeah, and it's delicious, yeah. right? The mm -hmm. pork, actually, mm -hmm. pork. Yeah, it's ah, fantastic. Uh, but you know who I love is Pierre Polivare. 
the opposition leader in Canada. Are you a fan of his? Oh, huge. huge. I love this guy. You ever see the clip of him? He was just bite, He was eating an apple. <laughs> in the orchard. And, and this yes. woman's going on about fake news. And he's just eating it. I was just crunchy. I've never, I don't crave apples, but I was craving one that day. <laughs> it sounded so delicious. He's just chewing an apple in this woman's face. Uh, he explains what really the uh, they're trying to do in Canada to ban hate speech and what it's really about. Cut number 10. The federal government has said that its uh, online harms bill is imminent. Uh, they've said this bill will include, among other things, a ban on, on so-called online hate speech. As you know, the Conservatives a decade ago repealed Section 13 of the Canadian Human Rights Act, which the Liberals ha have talked about reintroducing and, and tried in the last parliamentary term. Will the Conservatives oppose the reintroduction of these provisions and the Liberals' approach to so-called online hate speech? Yes. We will oppose Justin Trudeau's latest attack on freedom of expression. And um, I want to ask, what does Justin Trudeau mean when he says, when he says the word hate speech? He means speech he hates. So, for example, let's go through some of the things he said is hate speech. Jerry Butts, the PMO uh, puppet master, said that it was hate speech to criticize Trudeau for using the ridiculous term people kind, right? <laughs> the, Justin Trudeau said anyone who criticized him during the pandemic was engaging in hate speech. Um, basically anybody who disagrees with his radical agenda when it comes to kids, he says is hate speech. He attacked Muslim parents who were protesting against his agenda. Is he going to criminalize those Muslim parents for protecting their children in schools? Uh, go down the list of things that Justin Trudeau disapproves of and you can imagine all of the things that will be criminalized. And then there becomes the question of who is going to be in charge of determining what is hate speech. Um, recently a school board in Ontario banned Anne Frank's books. Okay, so would that be considered hate speech under Justin Trudeau's woke uh, authoritarian agenda? I think it would. So anyone who thinks that speech they don't like is going to be criminalized and therefore the bill should be supported, go through that, those people should go through the, the list of their own thoughts that Justin Trudeau cons considers to be unacceptable views and you can assume that he will ban all of that as well. For example, if you say Cuban coffee is the lesser coffee, he considers that hate speech. Did you know that? Well, I mean, I can see why. It's, yeah. a, it's a personal attack on him and his family. <laughs> uh, it's just, I mean, look, this is, this is the guy who, when, when a bunch of truckers had a perfectly peaceful, not mostly peaceful, but perfectly right. peaceful protest, right. he got financial firms, he strong-armed them into freezing their bank accounts. I mean, this guy is an absolute tyrant. Yeah. He is the proper successor uh, to his father, whoever that may be. <laughs> it is Pierre Trudeau, the former Prime Minister of Canada. Right. Official stance of the Rich Zioli show. Right. Allegedly. Now, last question for you, EJ. Speaking of dictators, Joe Biden is canceling more student loan debt, even though the Supreme Court said he can't. Uh, $1.2 billion just canceled. We just cancel it. We just cancel it. How does that work exactly? We just cancel it. Has, has the Biden crime family ever let the law get in the way of anything they wanted? 
we were just talking about you know how Hunter's cocaine was or allegedly Hunter's Alle- allegedly cocaine. Right, yes. uh, sorry, I'm, I'm Matt DeSantis is giving me the evil eye. Like you have to say allegedly, or you're gonna get us kicked off the radio. <laughs> and anyway, uh, yeah, like, I mean, well, it might have been Hunter's sawdust. We don't know. We don't know if it was his yeah, sawdust yeah. or his cocaine. Why? Do, by the way, why do I have a sneaky suspicion that if Netflix were to make a documentary about cocaine, it would be a black powder and not a white powder? <laughs> Like I just, I'm envisioning like a Netflix poster, and the title of the movie is Cocaine, and it's just a powder of like black ash. <laughs> Always a pleasure, my friend. I appreciate stopping by, Doctor EJ and Pleasure's Tony. all mine. All right, buddy. We'll see you soon. All right, as we continue along the show here today, let me tell you about one of our great sponsors, Congressman Scott Perry is going to join us next. PA's uh, freedom fighter, one of my absolute favorite members of Congress. Always enjoy when he comes on the show. We'll talk about a lot of different things here live from Radio Row at CPAC. Always great to be here. Always great to be at the center of the action. No question about it. But I want to thank my buddy, uh, my friends over at Emmons Roofing and Siding because they do great, great work. My friend Matt and his wife Stephanie will give you the home of your dreams. All the upgrades you need. Kitchen, bathroom, roofing, siding, windows, doors. They can do a new bathroom for you in one day. I know. One day. That's true. A complete bathroom renovation. And they renovated our kitchen and our bathroom, and we loved it. My wife was happy. And as they say, happy wife, happy life. The roof will have a lifetime warranty on it. Windows, doors, finest quality craftsmanship. And the best part is they serve Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and the Jersey Shore. And if you have a Jersey Shore house, please get that roof inspected now because minor leaks can turn into big problems when that warm weather comes. And it's coming. So reach out to the team at Emmons today. Go to their uh, Emmons Design Showroom in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, or just go to EmmonsRoofing.com. That's E-M-M-O-N-S, EmmonsRoofing.com. Let the great team at Emmons take care of you every step of the way. You're going to be happy and pleased with all the great work they do. EmmonsRoofing.com. Trust the company that I've trusted with my home for over six years. They've done it all for me and more projects to come. EmmonsRoofing.com. EmmonsRoofing.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show, on your schedule. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. 
We are live on Radio Row at CPAC. It's the Rich Zioli Show. I'm here with one of my favorite members of Congress, a true fighter for freedom, Congressman Scott Perry, our own from Pennsylvania. How are you? Uh, Rich, it's great to be with you at CPAC. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, You know, you're always on the show. You're so generous with your time. But to have you in person is fantastic. Well, to see you in person is fantastic. It's nice to, you know, do it for real. It's nice to hang out in person, right? right. Are you having fun so far? Uh, It's awesome to be here. Um... There's a lot of truth being told here. You know, there's a lot of censorship around the world, but not in this place. And you feel kind of free to be yourself and say what's on your mind and hear things and be discriminating yeah. about it. I'm not sure I go that far with you, but okay, I'll listen to your argument. A lot of the world isn't that way anymore. People are afraid to speak their mind. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate in America. Yeah, it really is. Now, the theme here, a lot of it is smashing globalism, the end of globalism. Yes. I like that. Yeah, I, mean, I do agree too. with that. Right, yeah. yes. We have a sovereign nation. It is America. It's the United States of America. We don't answer to other nations. We never have, and we should. We, we fought a war to end that, and I don't know why somehow there and there are people in our country that think that somehow that will be good whether it's the world economic forum whether it's the un whether it's uh, uh you know these different agencies associated with the un um the world health organization for instance we, we we've done pretty well in america we don't we can continue to lead the way we don't need to follow anybody and we shouldn't yeah, I agree with you. I'm so tired of this idea of these world councils controlling right, us. Right. Like bond villains. That's what yeah, they really are. Yeah, it is a bond. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only thing we haven't seen, right, is this guy at the World Economic Forum with the white cat on his neck. <laughs> right? That's the only thing we haven't seen. But he even talks like a creepy Well, he bond does. Villain, yeah. You know? Like, I want to see the monocle. And uh, Are you sure that's not that Blofeld guy? <laughs> no, Mr. Bond. I expect <laughs> you to die. Uh, let's talk about the spending bill. Sure. I mean, I, 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 will, I refuse to call it a border bill because it's nothing about oh, the it's border. Not, no. It's just about getting our money over to Ukraine's border. Right, right. That's that's exactly what it is. And unfortunately, I predicted, and many of us did, to be clear, that we were going to be at this point. And, and what what our party needs to do is stand up and put our foot down and say no. Good. No. And, and if there has to be an impasse, nobody wants that to happen. Not me, not you, not anybody. But the alternative is a continued bankrupting of our country. And people say... You know, you people always talk about that, but it doesn't affect me. You always say that. It doesn't affect me. We went over $34 trillion between December and January. By May, we'll be at $35 trillion. People still say it doesn't affect me. I don't know if you've been to the grocery store lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you paid your credit card bills lately. How about your energy bills, right? All these prices go up because Washington keeps spending money it doesn't have. And now all this is really affecting rank-and-file citizens that want to get a student loan or a home loan, and they can't afford the interest rate. That is the effect of it. If you want some sanity in your own household, it's it starts really at the federal government and our spending. And when you got people that just want to take your money and spend it on their programs, eight thousand miles away on a border in a country you've never been to, you're going to pay the price doubly. Doubly. Yeah, and let's talk about two things here. First of all, Biden, again, with the student loan payoffs, the bribes, it's a direct bribe to people, and it's unconstitutional. The Supreme Court said no. Yes, it, I, I love how Trump's the big dictator, but right, Biden right, yeah, just does exactly. whatever he wants, right? Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And, of course, I think this president, President Biden, saying, okay, well, the court said no. Let's see the courts enforce it, right? He's just thumbing his nose yeah. at our system and our Constitution, yet at the same time saying that Trump is dangerous and 
and and right wing people, people that believe in the Constitution, are yeah. dangerous to democracy. Right, they're a threat to democracy, and it is b- vote buying. And it's really, quite honestly, it is a slap in the face, and it's t- so disrespectful to people that have earned their way. Maybe they don't have a college degree. Maybe you're out there uh, fabricating sheet metal. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're out there putting up. Uh, maybe you're working as a chef in you know in a restaurant, and you you don't have the luxury of going to college yet you get to pay for somebody that went and got a PhD or a master's degree and is making six figures and you get to pay for their education. That is the height of disrespect. And of course, in America, we're supposed to have equal treatment under the law. Yeah. Well, this is, first of all, as you mentioned, it's not under the law, and it's certainly not equal treatment. No, no, and it's, and it's just it's just buying votes. I mean, the old, exactly. in the old days, you had to do a bag of cash. I mean, now they just send you a government check. Well, I mean, you know, that bag of cash doesn't look good, right? But uh, <laughs> the check in the mail to each house is hard to track, right? Right, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. easier that way. Yeah. Uh, on the Ukraine front, what I can't understand, we've talked about this before, you and I, on the show, Congressman Scott Perry, why does Congress not have a debate and pass an actual authorization if they really believe that if Putin conquers Ukraine, he's going to go next into Europe. Because it seems to me like if that's true, and I don't believe that, but if that is true, then we should do whatever we have to do to stop right. him. So why doesn't Congress, as per Article 1, actually debate it and do a resolution? My theory is it won't pass. Well, let me just back up a little bit. If they believe that's true, if they believe that Putin's going to take over Ukraine and then c- conquer the rest of Europe, it doesn't seem like Europe believes that because they're not putting more money into Ukraine, but I digress. So back, not this January, but the last January, you, you remember Kevin McCarthy wanted to be speaker, and we said, you're not going to be speaker unless you agree to certain things. And one of those things was single subject bills uh-huh. because we wanted our constituents to see how we vote on an issue, and then they can determine, I don't think I like this guy or this guy, or I appreciate the vote, but they like to cobble them together together because they can't get the votes on things the American people don't want. And so they add all this other stuff so that your local politicians can come home and say, look, I wasn't really for that, but it was hooked to this. And if we wanted to get this, we had to vote for that. That's the game. America is sick of that. It's bankrupting our country. And and of course, it, it, it gives it gives people that are more interested in being wa- in, in Washington cover. Yeah. For, for a vote that they know that they can't explain back home. That's absolutely got to end. And I, I would tell you, I predict for you, if we had a stand-up vote on just Ukraine funding, unpaid for, no, no end in sight, blank check, no resolution, we don't know what the goal is, we don't know what victory looks like, it would, it would take a different path. The American people want their border secure. Yeah. Yeah. They're fine with securing Ukraine's border, too. They don't like Vladimir Putin. Neither do I. Neither do you. Mm-hmm. We all get that. But we got a border that's wide open. And meanwhile, we can't spend a dime on that. How many Chinese nationals stuck over the border? H- hundreds and hundreds last <laughs> weekend, right? And I'm sure, you know, communist, the Communist Party runs China. Do you think those guys are like, I'll just slip out at night and no one will <laughs> notice, right? And I'll make it over to Air America and no one will notice and I'll be free and uh, I'll, you know, I- I'll do whatever I'm going to do in Amer- America. Unfortunately, I think these folks are working for the Chinese Communist Party. And the Communist Party said, why go through this whole immigration thing that'll take years? They'll check in your background. They're going to find out you're part of the party, that you're an intelligence agent. We'll just send you to Mexico and you'll fly into Guadalajara. You can take a trip up. We'll pay the bill. And you're in America. And then you can go shut out the lights. 
We just had a, um, a major outage today of cell phones. Right, right. Which we're being told the solar flares. Uh, maybe it is. I don't know. But all I know is that something's coming. Uh, well, this is what I know. Every time I seem to trust the government in these, uh, you know, these answers that... Right. They, and they say, well, no, what you believe is a conspiracy, you know, about a month later or six months later, it's like, huh, that was true. Yeah. Who figured that out? Imagine that. We were actually right about that. Yeah, right, right. right. But yeah. oh, that's in the past. Yeah. Forget that. We're moving on to the next thing. It wasn't an undercooked bat burger that yeah. started po- So, So COVID. solar flares are destroying the... Uh, the cell phone grid, but they have nothing to do with uh, the temperature of the planet. <laughs> right, right. Okay, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, a key issue to Pennsylvania yeah. and the country: liquid natural gas. Yes. I mean, again, it's so idiotic of this administration. They want to stop Putin, yet we do a ban on liquid natural gas yes. exports. Yes. So Europe is now reliant even more on Putin. On Putin, right? That makes absolutely no sense. So, so if you know, we don't have to sanction Russia. We don't have to sanction, although we should Iran. That's a different story. But, but the best, the best thing that we can do is is compete with them at a level where they cannot compete. America has the resources. We do it more cleanly. We do it more efficiently than anybody else on the planet. But since this Biden administration and the cohorts on the left are against America and against the things that we heat our homes with, cook our meals with, and, and, and oftentimes take public transit on, since they're against that, then we have rising Russia. We have a rising Iran. We're doing quite well. All of them are doing quite well. And sanctioning them only hurts us. It doesn't help them. Because guess what? They don't abide by our sanctions. They're Russian. They're like, huh, America said we can't do this. Well, I think we're a sovereign country. We're just going to do it anyhow, which is what they're doing, as you know, Rich. Uh, I, I, no, no doubt about it. All right, two questions for you because I know you got to run. He's got to run, right? He's a busy guy. Uh, real quick, Pennsylvania, Trump, yeah. can we win it? Going to win it. Yeah, going to win it. Right? Going to win it. Yeah, absolutely. The second number, uh, Biden, the impeachment inquiry. Yeah. Still going forward? Still going forward. They're going to, when I say they, of course you understand and recognize the Biden family's not going to give us, they're not going to be forthcoming with the information, right? Yeah. What's troubling is the, the agencies, the FBI, the DOJ, the IRS, who won't give us the information. Now, I don't know that we get there in time, but all along the way, we're going to keep lifting up the rocks. You saw just another snake was revealed last week in this AmeriCorps thing in Pennsylvania, right? Bankrupt hospitals in rural areas, hooked to the Bidens, money-making scheme, said that Joe Biden was going to be on the board. That's what that's what said Joe Biden was going to be on the board. We're going to keep on lifting up the rocks and showing the American people so that if we can't get to impeachment by November, the American people can make an informed choice. I lied. Last question, because if I don't ask it, Sarah's going to kill me. Okay. How do we follow Congressman Scott Rep Perry? Scott All things Perry. Scott Perry. Rep Scott Perry, Rumble, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. I'm everywhere. Come my, find me. My man, keep up the fight for freedom. Yes, sir. Fight it. for freedom. Congressman right. Scott Perry, thank you so thank much, you, buddy. Sir. Thank, thank you. you. You're listening to Rich Zioli. Rich Zioli. Live from CPAC. On Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. And on the Free Odyssey app. All right, as we continue here live at CPAC 2024, you know, we have another great event coming up very soon, and that is our Travis Mannion Foundation Radiothon. I'm super excited about that. And one of the great people, the great organizations that always back us, always have our back, is McCall's and Lock Service. That's because for over 100 years, they've been helping the community. Proud supporters of the Travis Manion Foundation Radiothon and proud supporters of Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. So if you've lost your car keys or your key fob is broken, you've got to call McCall's and Lock Service. They are the experts you need to repair, replace, reprogram originally factory remotes, transponder keys, chip keys, and more. In addition, all those major makes, they can also help you with various BMW, Mercedes, Volkswagen, and Audi vehicles. 
They can help you while you wait, and the best part is they charge up to 50% below what you'd pay at a dealer. They're a full-service locksmith and available for whatever you need, and they are dedicated to delivering superior customer service. So call McCall's and Lock Service today at 610-430-1500. 610-430-1500. They are conveniently located on Route 420 in Prospect Park, PA. They would love to help you. Tom and Chrissy, good people, always there for us when we need them, and they will be there for you. McCausland Lock Service. McCausland Lock Service. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the Odyssey app. All right, we are live from Radio Row at CPAC. It's great to be with you. Thank you for being here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. It's uh, a lot of fun. We're having a great time. Wish you were here. Wish you were here. We have a big guest coming up a little bit after 6 o'clock today, so make sure you are there for that because I want you to be there. <clears throat> you don't want to miss it. That's for sure. Um, one thing I wanted to mention to you is, you know, the, um, the amazing thing about the times in which we live right now, we're talking about a lot about the border. Uh, you know who's been pretty outspoken lately about the border is Dr. Phil. He's also been outspoken about what's happening with the kids, with the transgender nonsense. But Dr. Phil, and we have this clip, right? I think I said that to you, Matt, don't we? Um, yeah, I got Border it. Patrol Union head and Dr. Phil were talking about how American tax dollars are actually paying for the human trafficking of children. This is kind of a kind of been a theme here at... CPAC talking about human trafficking. It's been something that they've had a conversation about. So Brandon Judd, who's the head of the uh, Border Patrol Union, and Dr. Phil had a little chat on the subject. Uh, Take a listen. These children that are coming in with someone that says, I'm their mother, aunt, uncle, or whatever, we have no way of verifying that. We do not. We used to, President, under, under President Trump, we had rapid DNA testing. That's been done away with. Are they given money, these people that are released into the country? So it's our taxpayers that ultimately facilitate the travel. But yes, travel is facilitated, and they are given all the necessities that they need. But that could be a trafficker. There's a very good possibility that they're being trafficked, that they're going into the sex industry, or they're being forced into the sweatshops. And, and we know that. We're, we, we knowingly are spending our tax dollars to sell children into sex trafficking. How under any theory is that okay for us to be spending tax dollars to traffic children? Holy Now, this is the head guy on the border. And I asked him when this went on a little more, we went in more depth. You know you're on camera here, right? You just said we're spending tax dollars to sell children into sex slavery and he said yeah i said why have you not talked about this he said nobody's ever asked me these pointed questions but i'm grateful that you're asking them now that's how out of control we are down there we are we are paying money to take these children and sell them into sex slavery they they, they come in with these addresses written on their bodies written on their arm and we call up there and say uh do you know so and so yes uh we're waiting for them okay they'll be on a plane or a bus and you need to pick them up. And and I ask him, so some pimp or trafficker or whatever is picking them up up there. And he said, we are knowingly sending them up there for that. And he said, it's terrible, but that's what's happening. Crazy stuff. Uh, the border situation is obviously a major, major problem in this country. It's a crisis. It's no doubt it's a crisis. Um, we're not going to talk about it, though, because obviously the corporate media does not want to discuss anything. But, you know, 
Biden is so ineffective, he can't even control his own freaking dog. Do you know that? The cocaine White House dog. There was a New York Times story about this. This is amazing. The Secret Service had to adjust tactics to avoid bites from Biden's dog. They had to adjust. The Secret Service of the United States of America had to adjust operational tactics to protect President Biden because the family's first dog kept biting agents. Cocaine White House dog kept biting agents. And he hates cops, so that's why it's also defund the police, dot, 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 dog, exclamation mark. But uh, what they wrote was they said the recent dog bites have challenged us to adjust our operational tactics when commander is present. Please give lots of room, staying a terrain feature away if possible, said an assistant special agent in charge of the Presidential Protection Division. We will continue to keep a protected person whose code name was blacked out in the document, but was clearly Biden, in our sight, but we must be creative to ensure our own personal safety. The documents were released in response to a Freedom of Information Act request by John Greenwald, a longtime California-based researcher who specializes in unearthing government secrets. And the guys call the conspiracy coup because he went after stuff from the UFOs and CIAs and all these other things. But he got the documents from the Secret Service, and the Secret Service showed that they were, in fact, they confirmed their authenticity. So Biden can't even keep his freaking dog under control, let alone the entire country. So that's what's happening right now. Uh, the other point, too, that I wanted to make is, you know, in, in the craziness of our political times, we, we sometimes get distracted by things a lot. I don't, for a second, think that when I tell you that the Russia hoax is going to be a key element in what the Democrats are using against Trump. Don't for a second think I'm wrong here. I'm 100% right on this point. In the next hour, I'll play you a clip from that idiot Jamie Raskin proving that I'm, that I'm exactly right about that point. Uh, they, are, they are 100% going all in, going all in on this. The other question, too, is what's going to happen to the excessive fine that former President Trump was, was, was levied in New York State? Does he have an Eighth Amendment argument to make that this is cruel and unusual punishment based on the, uh, the, the Eighth Amendment of the Constitution, because there is another point about the Eighth Amendment that, I mean, you know about it as cruel and unusual punishment, but it's also the excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. So it's not just that. And the great Victor Davis Hansen weighed in on that, and I'll share that with you in the six o'clock hour as well. Plus, we have a big guest stopping by in any moment. So... I want to thank my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria. He's going to give you the smile of your dreams. Just go see Dr. Mike today, VenariaDental.com. He is my dentist. He's also the master of dental implants, VenariaDental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. Go see him for your perfect smile. Listen, you deserve a beautiful smile, and Dr. Mike can give it to you. That's what he does. He gives people the smile of their dreams. So if you've had a, 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 an estimate for any dental work, get a second opinion with my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria. Pediatric, general, cosmetic dentistry, Pain-free root canal treatment if necessary. And, of course, complicated dental work. That is his specialty, VenariaDental.com. Go see him. What are you waiting for? He's got two offices to serve you, Cinnaminson and Woodbury, right over the bridge. His whole staff is great. The office is great. The music they play is great. It's all wonderful. VenariaDental.com, VenariaDental.com. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.